0: What's good, ladies and gentlemen? and Welcome to the next installment of Athletes Outside. I'm your co-host, Karan White, and I'm your co-host, Marcus Clark, and we are here today with F State's finest, Coach AJ Howard. How you doing today, Coach? It's good, man. Wouldn't say finest, but <laughs> <laughs> I had to had to put you up. There. I had to put you up there. So just getting just getting straight into it. You know, you're a coach now. You're the first coach that we've brought on the podcast, but I want to go into your days as a player and how you kind of fell in love to, with football and where you come from, where you came from, and just things that the fans would want to know to get to know a little bit about you.
1: Yeah. So I um, grew up Southwest Georgia, down in Columbus, Georgia, was a military kid born on a military base for Benning down there, probably like 15 minutes from the state of Alabama, right down that line. And, um, I played flag football growing up and just in love with it, man. Like we were all military kids on base playing flag football and it get rough and competitive sometimes because who everybody's dads were. So it turned into tackle. And then, um, but, yeah, man, grew up South Georgia and went to school down there, and it was all good. What age did you start playing tackle football when you first got into it? Yeah, probably about seven or eight years old. Like, obviously, I always say, shoot, from four or five years old as a kid, as soon as you could run down there, you was playing football, whether it's on the street, in the grass. So I've been doing it for, like, a long time.
2: And for a lot of athletes, like, you know, we have a point in our lives where we know that we're going to go – that we have a future ahead of us in doing the football thing. Uh, at what point in high school or middle school would you say that you had the idea that, okay, I can really make it in this?
1: Yeah, I just remember, probably like a lot of us, man, growing up, I would watch on Saturdays, like college game day and stuff like that on TV and on ESPN, that's the first thing I did in the mornings before I went to go like to my regular league football games and stuff like that. So I always knew it was something I wanted to do. And um, probably by my freshman or sophomore year, I made varsity, figured I was decent because I was on a pretty good team, started to play a little bit. And then my junior year, I earned a scholarship, won to App State, won to Western Kentucky, and then I was like, okay, I could probably do this at the next level. And that's kind of where I kept my love for it and wanted to play in college football.
0: So your junior year, you said you earned the offer to App State. Was App State your first offer? No, Western Kentucky was my first
1: one. And then actually Coach Sloan, who's at D.C. here now, he was my second offer. He came in along with Coach Satterfield, who's at Cincinnati now. So they came in offering me after that. Okay.
0: Well, good enough of that, jumping forward, Coach Lowe is like your boss now, so you work under him. So it, it, how, is, how is that from
1: him recruiting you to him to you now you
0: working under him? and how, has, has that changed anything, y'all relationship from there to then?
1: No, man. Like the same connection? Yeah, it's kind of the same connection. It's crazy. Um, I always joke, man, I feel like I was coaching as a player because even as young guys, freshmen and sophomores would come in. I'm a junior senior. I was kind of teaching those guys the same thing that Coach Sloan was asking me to do, both on and off the field. And um, I think just that trust with me and him and that um, I guess relationship helped him trust me to get this spot.
0: Going back into the recruiting process and how you got to choose out and how you you know, was narrowing down your decision, what was it that made you choose up and when you finally got down here, what made you be like that this is the one?
1: Like most of us, I think relationships, um, Coach Sloan, obviously D coordinator now and Coach Satterfield was the head coach here, now at Cincinnati, um, they came and see me in school and they were one of only like the two schools Western Kentucky and them came and seen me in school and um, I came up here One summer and it was nice and 75 unlike it was in Georgia at the time. It was probably 95 or 100 They called me on a day that wasn't a snow day So they trapped me in there and it was a it was just a good day My parents enjoyed it. My family liked it and they knew it was a place for me
0: Okay, So when Mm -hmm. you finally got up here and you were a freshman going through those first couple years Kind of tell me about those like growing pains that freshmen deal with, and things that you kind of had to learn and adjust to coming in from the high school level.
1: Yeah, i say just off the field wise, just classes in general, man. Like holding my own self accountable. Like obviously in the mornings in high school, you either getting on a bus, you go into school, and everything so regimented from there. But as an early and early getting here, man, it was like. My time was my time. I could go to class if I wanted. I could not if I wanted. I could sleep as long. You know, nobody was monitoring you like that. Obviously, there's strength coaches and things like that coming to play after a while. But just that whole process of being on my own resume off the field was just a huge process in general. Mm
2: you know it's always interesting to hear from guys like myself i know i've had countless at least my freshman i know i had countless welcome to college moments would you
1: say that you had any moments like that yeah yeah my welcome to college moment was michigan 2014 my first game um first play first tackle was devin funch is a big nfl wide receiver six four, two thirty. 230 grabbed his ankle and somehow he fell to the ground which was good and then like I was talking to you guys earlier, the second moment was two hundred twenty five pound running back from Michigan breaking through the hole. I'm sure somebody was supposed to be in it, but I'm by myself as a post safe, safety having to tackle this guy and yeah. There there was that. You made the play? I don't remember. I don't remember. <laughs> I don't remember. We'll say we did for the podcast.
0: All uh, right, you talk about starting as a true as a true freshman. Not not a lot of guys do. That. I don't think a lot of people understand that. It's 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 really hard for a freshman to come in and play first year. I know me and Marcus both came in and played, but we played like four games in red like we right. barely got in. You started came in starting freshman year. What was that like coming in and how did you how did you kind of accomplish that? How did you deal with that going like coming in especially with all your classmates stuff like that?
1: Yeah. I think I just had really good high school coaches who um just afforded me those opportunities early in high school also, so I kind of had to grow up fast at that point too. And when I got here, I just felt I had the maturity to do it. I guess there was mental hurdles I had to go over just with the playbook size and stuff at this level being a lot bigger. And then also just the athleticism and guys moving so much faster, those juniors and seniors. But at some point, I guess during camp, I started to pick up the speed and mentally I was getting it. Something was clicking. And then Coach Sloan, I guess, labeled me as the starter late that camp. And from there on, I just didn't look back and had that spot. Sure. Well, talk about your time at App. Can't go
0: can't go by talking about the championship teams that you were on, the rings that you won. The so talk teams talk about championship mentality a lot. So you you were on teams that won championships not only in college but in the NFL. Mm-hmm. But let's talk about those App teams that you were on, those championship mentality teams. What were something that you think drove y'all to be able to build? what we're like trying to, lay the foundation of what we're trying to like build upon now.
1: Yeah, I think for one, the tradition um, was big in the FCS level. And I think that was our second year when I got here as a freshman in the FBS. We're playing a full out FBS schedule. And we just kind of wanted to lay our own groundwork of what app could be from when we got there own all of us freshmen at that time. and I mean, we just worked hard, man. We pushed those juniors and seniors and guys who maybe thought they were starters every day. We worked hard. We were always in the facility. And then off the field, we were best friends, kind of like you guys are here, like Mm -hmm. really good chemistry, really good teammates, just loved up on each other and hung out outside of here. All that stuff, I think, carries on to the field, too
2: the level of you know that you're about to go to the league, what was kind of the preparation like? You know, you got your pro days, you got the combines. Like, what was your preparation like personally?
1: Yeah, I say personally, um, toward the end of the year, obviously, like, agents and stuff started getting in contact with you and things like that. And that was one thing I was really super intentional about, just waiting until after the bowl game to do that. So right after the bowl game, I picked the agent, the guy who I thought was best for me. Uh, Went and played in the NFLPA Bowl, which is out in Los Angeles, pretty cool bowl, one of the three, I guess, bigger one, Senior Bowl, that one, and then East-West Shrine Bowl. And then I went and trained out in Arizona for about four or five weeks, working hard every single day, man, doing the same, same old things, treatments, mm-hmm. workout, position work, and all that kind of stuff, and... Just grinding my butt off and then got back here for pro day. Did a pretty decent job. Ran a four or five flat, which is decent for a DB, but not blazing. You still got that? Huh? You still got that in you? Oh, I think so. Uh, I'm definitely faster uh, than um, some of my outside (laughs) (laughs) backers. Yeah, I show them every day. But yeah, um, and then I went undrafted, which is. One of the craziest feelings ever Ever, You can know you're not getting drafted You can say, hey, I'm going to be an undrafted guy anyway But once you go undrafted, that's when it really like sets in Like, dang, I really just went undrafted But got picked up by Arizona um, Which was awesome Steve Wilkes was the head coach at the time Apple alum, which I thought was super cool too So that's kind of how I got my start in it for sure, sure. When you started at Arizona.
0: Where is there? What was the biggest difference from college to NFL? Like you know, we talk about high school to college a lot. You're the first. You're the first professional football player that we've had on the podcast. So mm-hmm. I'm curious to get the insight. I know when I got to college, the, the speed of the game was just totally different.
1: Was yeah. it like, was it the same effect in the NFL? Yeah. So surprisingly to me, like mentally, it wasn't as tough. But I would say I got there, and from the time I got there as an undrafted guy, there was no, like, you're fighting for a starting spot, nothing like that when you go to high school, when you go to college, you're fighting for all these spots, and coaches tell you it's open-ended. They were super blunt with me. Your only way you're on the team is through special teams. So that kind of took about a week to settle in with me. But uh, that was kind of the biggest adjustment was just knowing my role and figuring out how to advance in that role and be the best I could be. For sure. You talk about knowing your role. You played under
0: played under Belichick. You won a Super Bowl with guys like Brady and Belichick. Like, how how, how did you fit in a role like with all those superstars, all those powers and? You know, just being like, okay, I'm going to go in, I'm going to find my niche, and I'm going to be that guy, I'm going to do it well. Yeah,
1: I think it's hard, man, especially with the standard up there. I always joke, so like the first day I got to the facility, I didn't know, I was trying to push the door out, but it was like one of those indoors. And next thing I know, like Tom Brady was behind me, and he was telling me how to open it. And obviously, he, (laughs) he didn't know me from Adam, so he was like... have you been here before (laughs) I'm like yeah I actually just got on the team and uh, he told me and I just thought that was so cool he introduced himself and I was like dang this dude is like really humble and like cool dude but no outside of that I think it was I mean you find your role pretty easy in that place they'll let you know what it is what the expectations are I think that's the best thing about it coach Belichick is very intentional with everything he does and I think that helped find my role pretty easy there was no, no way to waver there
2: You know, as Ron said, he was talking about you got got you ring, you know. Is there a difference in the feeling of winning a Super Bowl between winning maybe the conference championships you won here, the bowl games you won here? Like, how surreal is that feeling, if you could put it
1: into words? Yeah, I thought it was super surreal, for one, just because it was back in Atlanta, Georgia, obviously a couple hours from my hometown. So I thought that was pretty cool. Um, But, I mean, I still just go back to here, man, conference championships, the people I came in with, those like my boys, you know, we were super tight. I could have a conversation with all 90 guys on our team and it wasn't the same at that level. Like there was a couple of guys I hung out with, I was cool with, but that feeling of um, team, I guess cohesion or whatever, wasn't really there. But I mean, I, you still can't yeah. say it wasn't a cool experience yeah, to right, do yeah, it right. back in Georgia, get a ring and just be – Around that process And seeing what it looked like And seeing what success looks like See I understand that Because I
2: feel like One of the biggest things Like with us Like when we win It's more of a brotherhood When it's like It's like the whole family Just ate It's not just kind of Individual feeling Mm -hmm. And
1: I think at that level That's kind of what it is It's more individualized Sometimes Where at this level Man it's all about friends relationships being with your boys and it's just a little different yeah
0: i kind of feel like in the nfl it's hard it's kind of hard to build a relationship with your teammates because you don't know if that guy's going to be there next year or even yeah. next week like they move players in like yeah. in and out so much like you don't even know yeah i'm sure y'all
1: have heard the scary stories guys in and out man guys getting cut out of nowhere doesn't matter i mean if you're not the the starting quarterback to i guess the starting safety on the other side of the ball or a great pass rusher or something you're pretty dispensable um. So when did you when did you know when your
0: career was over? When did you know when it, when it was the right time to walk away? And when when you finally realized it was that time, what was your what was your thought process? Was it like you already knew what you were going to do, or you just kind of had
1: to sit there and think about it for a minute? Yeah. So it was December twenty third, twenty nineteen. It was my birthday, two days before uh, Christmas, and I get a call from the Detroit Lions, and then I go over there because I had worked out earlier that year with them to be on the practice squad, and I just remember. December 25th. I'm sitting in the hotel room on Christmas by myself. Just left all my family and stuff um, back at the crib and everything. And I was like, you know what? This is a, a horrible feeling. And um, so I stuck out the rest of that year with them. But then I just didn't sign back with them. They had asked me to sign a contract back with them, a futures contract is what they call it. And um, I basically said no. And said, no, I'm going to get into the world of coaching and go be a GA. Yeah.
2: Was that, did you always want to coach or did you – Did you know that you wanted to get into something else?
1: I did. I had made – I just made connections while I was in college, and once I graduated, I would come back and be around the coaches and stuff. And as a player, Coach Brown, Coach Brian Brown, he's a D.C. at Cincinnati, he had asked me one day if I wanted to be a coach. He said, I give you your opportunity as soon as you're done playing. And that was kind of the guy I talked to right after I was done in Detroit.
0: So you say you were a GA. You ga at Louisville, correct? Yep. So how how is that getting, coming from, you know, just fresh off the NFL and going into a college GA job? That's a whole different world. That's a totally different world. Yeah. You know, you're back in school and everything. So how how was it like dealing with that, especially your first couple of years?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I'd say it was definitely different because I had been playing the previous, count the NFL a couple of years and then college for four years. I hadn't really felt even like an office environment before. You know what I'm saying? And then as a GA, you're kind of the lower guy mm-hmm. on the totem pole. So my first day I get there, a coach named Shadon Brown, he's the DC at West Virginia now, he told me to go get him some coffee. And I was like, I have never done this before. I hope I don't mess it up. It's going to be the worst cup of coffee you ever got. <laughs> I went and got it, brought it back. He took two sips and basically pushed it to the side. <laughs> and that's why I was like, okay, I've entered like the workforce. I'm the low man on the totem pole now. All that Super Bowl stuff don't mean nothing, all that Conference championship, captain—all that mean nothing now. You just yeah. kind of starting back from zero. Yeah, and what,
0: I'm guess I'm speaking from experience. Going from low man to like. You you you've built your way up like fast like i was, like it's my goal to like be as young as you are in the position that you are now. How did you climb, how did you climb the ranks as fast as you did and just kind of getting into it and especially being able to come back to a place like App State and have your own position room at such
1: a young age? Yeah, I just think it's relationships again, man. Go all the way back to recruiting because like obviously Coach Long recruited me in 2013 that's 10 years ago now and we've maintained that same relationship and he hired me 10 years later which is crazy and then when i was in new england as a player i was obviously i I mean i knew like hey i ain't gonna be have a 10-year career with the patriots they have plenty of players i was a little man on totem pole there so i made good connections and stuff there and Coach Belichick hired me back as a scout for a couple of years when I was done playing there. So just the connections of wherever you are, wherever your feet are, make good connections. Be the same person every day, and people are going to want to be around you and hire you. For sure.
2: I used to come up for my brother all the time, his freshman year, when he got here, he was playing with you your senior year. Um and a big name on the team was you. And so I know how much App like appreciated you. How much would you say that you appreciate App and the opportunity that they've given you to come back and have your own position room?
1: Yeah. I appreciate it a lot, man. I love all these coaches, man, that's been in this program for the past ten years. Since I got here to now, I've made relationships with every single one, basically, that's came through here, and it's a family like that, man, like the tradition and stuff that people talk about, it's real, and um, I just wanted to be a part of it so bad, even while I was gone as a scout, as a player in the NFL, I always thought about how I could get back to App and how could I help get it back to where it needs to be, and um, I don't know, I was just blessed to get back, everything aligned perfectly with Sloan coming back, and then obviously knowing Coach Clark, because he was a coach here when I was here, it all just lined up, Biggest thing is relationships and timing, no doubt, for sure. But yeah, man, we appreciate you
0: coming on. Yeah, first coach, first NFL for a lot of first athletes (laughs) outside history, you
1: know. Yeah, yeah, man. I appreciate it, man. Thanks for having me. That was cool, dudes, man.
0: uh, But that's all we got for y'all. We appreciate y'all listening, and until next time, be easy.